Welcome to the Mama's Making More podcast, the show for moms who want to build, launch, and grow your own virtual assistant business. If you're looking for ways to work from home, increase your income, gain more control over your schedule, and live a more flexible life, you're in the right spot. From marketing and branding to time management, client relationships, and more, we'll cover all the basics you need to know to build and run a successful VA business that works for you. So get ready to start building more of the life you've always wanted. Hi, hello there, mama. How the heck are you? I took some time off for this summer. If you are listening to this when I'm publishing it, it is early August. And did you do anything for the summer? I decided to, at first I was going to take off the month of June. My husband and I had a really cool opportunity to be able to go on vacation, just the two of us which oddly enough, we've been married since 2020. And he and I had never been on an actual vacation together. Like we had never stayed overnight away from the house, just the two of us without our kids. So it was definitely due. We ended up going to Europe for the very first time, either of us. We had never been. We flew into Barcelona, spent a couple days exploring then got on a cruise and had a couple stops in France, Italy, and Spain. I still, it still blows my mind that we were able to do that. I never thought that I'd ever be able to travel to Europe. So it was really exciting. It was a blast. It was super busy. It was exhausting. And it was a great time for us. So I'm glad we had the ability to do that. I came home and I came home sick, probably because, you know, germies and exhaustion and everything else. So it took me a minute to get back to be healthy. And then I was like, you know what? I actually don't want to start back up working in July. I think I'm going to take some more time off. My kids spend part of their summer with their dad in another state, and they were coming back in July. We had camping trips planned. We had some other family coming into town. So it just worked out better for me to really have this long stretch off. And I was still doing client work. I wasn't completely silent. But on the business side, the coaching side, I was actually pretty darn quiet. And so it was actually nice to kind of have that time to slow down. And I am jumping back into it now. Actually, I shouldn't say jumping. I am easing back in. And actually, someone on my mastermind yesterday reminded me that when you do take some time off like that, you have to give yourself some grace as you're getting back into it and don't think that you can like jump in and go full force, that it's okay to kind of like ease your way back into it too. So I am going to take that advice to heart, but I am excited to be back talking to you. I missed having these episodes. One other quick thing that I wanted to mention, when I started my podcast, I was like, I'm going to come and I'm going to have episodes every single week. Every single Monday, I'm going to drop a new episode. And that was awesome in the beginning. I'm really proud of the episodes that I was able to drop on every single Monday. But now I'm thinking that it may not be the best for me. So going forward, it might look a little different. I still haven't decided exactly whether I'm going to do episodes every other week or if I'm going to have a couple weeks where I have a few episodes in like a little series. Alrighty, for today's episode might not be the sexiest topic, but I want to talk about workspaces. When you are a work from home mama, it can be a struggle to figure out like where you're going to do your actual work. 
And I totally understand that it might be tempting to sit in bed, your comfy bed, and do some work right from there. But I want to break down some ideas about why working from bed might not be the best idea and how you can use some creativity in finding your own dedicated workspace. Now, there are actual studies that show having a dedicated workspace rather than working from your bed can offer several benefits and actually really increase your productivity and just your overall well-being. So it's definitely something to consider. When you have a designated workspace, your brain associates that area, like that physical space, with work and productivity. This connection, it really can help you improve your focus, your concentration. It can make it easier to like stay on task and get your work completed more efficiently. Having a specific area for work, it establishes that physical boundary between your business and your personal life. And really, we do need that boundary. I think it's so important not to let business leak into that personal time. When you're working from your bed, and I guys, I get it. Bed is cozy and it's so tempting to just grab your laptop and put it on your lap there. But it can really be challenging to mentally switch your brain off from work mode when you're in that cozy, cuddly place. And really, that could actually lead to burnout and making it harder to relax in your bed when it's not work time. Using your bed only for sleep and relaxation and some other fun time, (laughs) um, that can help improve your sleep quality. And associating your bed with business-related stress really can be a downer. It can lead to poor quality sleep. And mamas, we definitely need our sleep time so that we can keep up with all of our kiddos. Honestly, I get it. It definitely seems comfortable to work from your bed. But listen, it actually could lead to some really poor posture, strain on different body parts, and having a proper desk or tabletop somewhere where you're sitting in an actual chair and you have like a hard surface that you're working on, that workspace can allow you to maintain better ergonomics. It could support your body in a more comfortable and healthy position. And as moms, it's really so important to do what we can to stay in the best shape, especially as we get older. And I am saying this as someone who just had back surgery earlier this year. Also, having your own workspace allows you to keep your work materials and your supplies organized and within reach. If you're working from your bed, but you have your necessary supplies stored somewhere else, you're going to lose time and momentum. Think about how your momentum is going to shift by having to get up, go to another room, find your notebook and pen, go back, sit down, get comfortable again, and do that. It's just really a momentum killer. By creating a designated area for work, You're going to create a space that supports that focus, the organization, the creativity, and you're really going to be promoting that separation. Again, like I said, that separation between work and personal life that's so important. Now, you may be thinking like, okay, that's great. I get it. I understand why it's not the best idea to work from my bed. But what if you just don't have an actual dedicated office space, like a quote unquote room office where you can close your door and work? Don't get me wrong, having that, it would be great. That would be ideal. That would be nice if you had that ability. It's not always realistic and it's not necessary. It is okay to not have that actual office space. If you do have the ability to have that entire room as your home office, go ahead, do that. I think that would be awesome. But I want to give you a few options of creating that workspace in another area of your home. 
All right, so let's get creative here. You're looking for a space, not a room. And I think that's where some people can get caught up is they're like, oh, I just, we have a three bedroom house and we have kids in every room and then our room. And so there's just no other room for an office. And I think that's totally fine. You don't have to have, again, you don't have to have that actual office. It can be a space in your home. At the last house that we lived in, it was a two-story home. And at the top of the stairs, there was like this little landing area nook. And it wasn't enormous, but it did have a little, like I said, it was a nook. So it had three walls, it had a window, and it was adjacent to a closet. And I ended up just putting a desk right in there. Obviously, I didn't have a door to close. So there were times when I had to put on my noise canceling headphones, but it was right next to a closet where I could store my office supplies. And it really was a great little space that worked for quite a while for me. In that house, we also had a decent sized laundry room. I'm not really sure why it was the size that it was, but in a pinch, I honestly could have set up a desk in there if I didn't have that nook area available. So like I said, being creative, looking at those little spaces of unused floor space in your house, where is it that you have something like that? At our current house, we bought it brand new. We had to wait for it to actually be built, but we at the time were looking through the models were in a planned community. So we had some models to look through and pick out our exact floor plan. There was a couple things that really drew us to this exact floor plan. One of those was that it was a four bedroom house and it actually had two suites. That works out really good for us because we have three girls and two boys and the girls are all the same age, same grade. So it really would have been hard to split them up room-wise. This allows us to put them in this huge room together. They have their own bathroom. They get to do all their girly things in there. They have a big old closet. They don't have to share a bathroom with the stinky boys. And it works out great for our family. That actually was a total tangent. The other thing that we really liked about this house was there was this area that is supposed to be a dining room. And as soon as I saw it, I had a vision for how it could actually be a workspace for me. What we ended up doing is it had two open archways. One of the archways opened up to the front door. So we hired someone to enclose that arch so that I had a little bit more privacy. It wasn't completely opened up to the front of the door. It gave us a more formal entry area. And for now, I left the other archway open so I don't have a door to close. Again, it's the space that works really well for me. Maybe someday if I need to have a door that closes, I can. But I just work around it. I try to work only when the kids are in school. And when I need to do things like this podcast, it's actually kind of funny because I am sitting in my closet in my bedroom because that workspace that I have, it just, the acoustics do not work in there with the hardwood floor and that open archway. So I'm sitting in here on the floor. I've got my mic propped up, but it works. It works fine for me. You just have to really go with the flow and do what makes sense for you. Some other options to kind of think about in your own home is, do you have any unused corner in your master bedroom? Now, when I say not to work from your bed, I mean your actual bed. But if you have an area in your master bedroom that is a dedicated workspace, that's really the key point is that that's that physical boundary. Again, you're not doing the work in the sleep space. You're doing the work in a dedicated workspace. Maybe you have a large walk-in closet, like I just said, with some space where you could set a desk. You could use possibly a loft space, a breakfast nook 
a guest bedroom. I do want to be clear that when I say desk, I'm not saying like some elaborate big piece of furniture. It really can just be some sort of tabletop situation where you can put your laptop and work from it. You can always improve this stuff later, but for now, the important part is that you have a space that has a flat area to work on and a chair and that that is your workspace. What it all comes down to is that you just need that dedicated workspace that you can look at and say, yes, this is where I create, this is where I work, where I think, and most importantly, where I make money. So please, 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 let's not mix our bed with our business, ladies. That is what I have for you today. If you enjoyed today's episode, and if you're going to take a look around your house and find that dedicated workspace, shoot me a DM and tell me what area of your house you're going to look at to put your dedicated workspace. Now, I want to know what kind of creative spot you come up with. I am at Melissa Monday or at Mama's Making More on Instagram. I love DMs from you guys. They make me feel happy and I love responding and I love learning more about you guys. So that's all I have for you today. We're going to continue on this theme for the next two episodes, kind of talking about our workspace and our organization. So stay tuned for those and I will see you soon. I would be thrilled to continue to help you in your VA journey. You can download my free quick start guide to build your VA business and join my weekly newsletter at mamasmakeandmore.com. You can also join the waitlist for the virtual assistant business building program at melissamonday.com. I'll drop all the links down in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Mama's Making More podcast. If you had a great takeaway from today's episode or have suggestions for future episodes, please send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Melissa Monday or at Mama's Making More. If you're enjoying this content, please rate, review, and subscribe, and also share this podcast with other moms. If you would like even more free weekly content and be the first to know when new things are launching, join my newsletter by clicking the link in the show notes. You're such a boss, mom. 